One, two, is on? Well, let me talk to you. A little bit of the bubbly. Party, party, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! It's not hot! Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the WrestleGetting Podcast. I'm your host, Chris the Heat Matthews, and we are joined always by my two best friends, my two great co-hosts, Garrett G. Money Mun, and the Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland. What's going on, guys? Um, I don't even know your birthday, man. You know my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was asking me today, they're like, when's Chris's birthday? I was like, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they like, ain't you supposed to be friends? And I was like, yeah, but I don't know his birthday. <laughs> it's it's literally, it's written on the calendar in the break room. Like, like the entire month of February's birthdays are on there. It's one of one of our HR's um, arts and crafts projects he's got to do. <laughs> oh, full disclosure, we are recording Friday night. Um, we didn't get to record last night. Uh, yesterday was, in fact, my birthday. Um, that's part of the. We'll just say that's part of the reason why we did not record last night, but it's mainly because my basement has some issues with flooding and we had just got some stuff fixed and I wanted to be sure that it did not um, end up under, you know, six inches of water. So, yeah, so everything turned out well. The The fortress of heatitude is dry and looking pretty good, so... <clears throat> after all that wonderful rain we got the last couple days. <clears throat> yes, so we celebrated birthday tonight. Uh, had some cake, got some Chinese food for dinner from the good Chinese spot here in uh, Durham, Asian Kitchen. If you are not familiar with them, you need to go have some Asian Kitchen. Best Crab Rangoon in the area, hands down. And I've tried many different places, Crab Rangoon, and Asian Kitchen is the best. Best in Durham? Best in Durham. Nice. And uh, in, in my, yeah, I live in Durham. In this, uh, in this fat man's opinion, it's the best in Durham. <laughs> yeah. I know the the Asian food here usually like I haven't had like a good Asian, uh, like cuisine like all the restaurants kind of sell like a generic, uh, sweet ass sauce on some chicken. Yeah. This Asian kitchen's pretty good. Their food, their food's pretty solid. It's one of my favorite places. Expensive, but definitely worth it. Well, expensive when you got you know three kids and three adults that you're feeding, but <laughs> it's all good. Order so. them rice. <laughs> all rice. Everybody gets rice. You get rice. White you rice. Get rice. White rice, Everybody that's it. Rice. No fried rice, no pork fried rice, white rice, white rice all around. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at WrestleGettingPod with one D. Um, Instagram, WrestleGettingPodcat, WrestleGettingPod with two Ds. And our sister site, sister Instagram, uh, for the underscore collection for all the uh, the toy side of the uh, the podcast. Um, also, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash WrestleGettingPod with one D, and youtube.com slash For the Collection. Um, 
truth be told, I really haven't felt like doing much with the YouTube channel. Um, I did film the unboxing for the Hollywood Hogan Ultimate Edition, um, which I need to redo some parts on that accent, like the way they turned out. I've just kind of been procrastinating on that. Um, so hopefully I'll get that done this weekend and we'll maybe get that up there as well. Also was slacking Instagram for the, the figure of the week. So we'll, uh, we'll kick that back up this week. Um, since I'm feeling a little better as well. So lots of fun stuff. All right. So, um, I don't have anything to go over. You guys got anything? Nope. Uh, no. All right. So let's, uh, let's jump into the news. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing one 900 hulk Right, and the news is brought to you, as always, by Date Nights in a Box. So if you're going to be stuck in the house with your significant other, why don't I have something to pass the time? Let Date Nights in a Box help you plan the perfect evening and possibly help you get a little lucky on the side. So check out datenightsinabox.cratejoy.com to sign up for your subscription today. Yeah, me and uh, me and Garrett was actually talking about this earlier. I mean, they should just rename this blowjob in the box because i mean if you order this uh set up a date night you know with your lucky uh lucky other one they will probably give you a blowjob afterwards <laughs> i will i'll bring that up to to our sponsor and see if they can uh, see if they want to change the name of their box <laughs> need to get a discount code too yeah did, didn't you say uh, uh, it, it has worked pretty well for you, Garrett? I'm ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. <laughs> oh man, we'll have to try again. <laughs> Give it, give it a few weeks. We'll try again. <laughs> oh man! All right. So, pretty slim pickings for news this week. Didn't really have a whole lot. Um, I, I, Young Rock I did, did premiere something in, in in news though that isn't in the other stuff. Okay. We we didn't talk about Taya Valkyrie signing with WWE. That is not. No, we did not. This. But I haven't seen I haven't seen anything I official yet. It. So I, I really I don't want to speculate too much until something official comes out or she actually or like she fully debuts on NXT or on the main roster, whatever. But you know, rumor has it that Taya has signed with WWE as part of the uh, the new signee class. Have we talked so about? Uh, have we talked about LA Knight signing? No, not yet. Um, is, then, yeah, I got that on the uh, the Vengeance Day. But uh, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that's true with Taya. Um, as Carl mentioned, L.A. Knight, who made his debut on NXT Vengeance Day, um, definitely has a familiar face because he's none other than yeah. Let me talk to you, Eli Drake. 
one of the hottest free agents on the market, signed with the NXT brand. So stoked to have him back on TV. Like, I'm, I know I'm not alone on that one. Yeah, yeah, definitely was missing uh, him. Uh, I, I became a big fan watching uh, the NWA stuff. I mean, uh, he was pretty good on there. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's good to see him back on TV. Like, truth be told, when he was part of the Impact roster, he kind of annoyed the shit out of me. But um, when Garrett and I worked at uh, Masters of Ring Entertainment show, and I got put at his table. He's literally like one of the coolest dudes I've ever like yeah. talked to. So that that made me a fan right there. Just just his interaction with the fans and you know, not even just the fans, but like the people that were working the event. Um like it didn't matter like if you were stationed at his table or not, like he was cool to you. Um it, it was just awesome. So that that definitely made me a huge yeah, fan right there. Just sure. just the overall interaction and stuff. So I mean that, but it's, I'm psyched to see him on NXT. That's what made me a bigger fan of Mr. Anderson. So. Mr. Kennedy. Oh, Mr. Anderson awesome. Call him. <laughs> he cracked me up when I was at his table, and he was like, he's like trying to figure out what he's going to do with his microphone. He like ran all the way up to the ring to see if he could hang it from the top. I was cracking up. <laughs> oh man, I, I miss live events. I want to go to a live event Dang. so bad. Oh. Man, come on, COVID. <laughs> Tap out already. Had to move to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Move to Florida and risk dying. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, so let's get back. Um, <clears throat> like I said, uh, the premiere of Young Rock was this week. Um, that's probably one of the probably the biggest news thing that I've got besides Taya and LA Knight, Eli Drake signing with WWE. Um, I watched it. Garrett, you watched it. Carl, did you get a chance to watch it yet? I have not watched it yet. Okay. It is on it is up on Hulu. Um, that's where I found it. Um at like three o'clock <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> but it was good. Like like we were talking a little bit off uh, before we started recording. Um like literally like the first 10 minutes of the show, like they're going through like after like a wrestling match and they're in like the rocks, you know, grandma's apartment and you have like her house or whatever. And you got like all these wrestlers sitting there like playing cards and you have like the wild Samoans and junkyard dog and Andre, the giant. And like the actors that they got to play these guys, like you could tell who they were supposed to be before they flash like the thing up on the screen saying who they actually were. It was, it was pretty cool. You know, just that whole show, that first episode was pretty solid. Like the whole the whole premise of it was um the rock um <laughs> is president. It's year twenty thirty two and the rock is president and he's telling his life story <laughs> to like a um a, a newscaster. So <laughs> so it was it was pretty good. So definitely if you haven't watched that, check it out. Yeah, no, I definitely plan on checking it out. I just, I think my wife wanted to watch it too. So yeah, it was cool. You know, um, nice. Fun time. I enjoyed it. Watch it with her. I will say the funny thing to me was is the fact that it's twenty thirty two and the Rock looks exactly the same. He didn't look any older. That was the funny. That was the first thing I said (laughs) when I watched it. I thought it was hilarious. He looked exactly the same. I think. One of the other parts too, like I don't want to give too much away, but I love the um, 
Oh, that the was guy funny. named Waffles. The other funny thing was uh, was uh, the, the him and like when he was like in the cafeteria and they're talking about him and he's like, yeah, you look like uh he's like you look like you're thir- an undercover. You cop. look like an undercover like, cop in the cafeteria is like like staring at him like. He's like fifteen. It's like, dude, you have a full mustache. <laughs> they get uh, oh, a good. They get Ricky Stark to play him. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no. But the guy that got the guy that they got playing him like through like like as a kid and like as a teenager and like in college and stuff. Like they all like if you look at pictures of the Rock from like his younger days, like that he's shown like throughout various points of his career, like the kid actually like the kids that they got to play yeah. him actually look like him. So they did a solid job, like casting wise. So um, it was pretty good. So I quite enjoyed it as I've already stated. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it for news. Like I was just scanning through um, one of the uh, websites here. I usually get my news from, and I don't really see a whole lot on here besides, um, uh, Jay Lethal is re-signed with Ring of Honor. He's never so he's staying with ROH. Um, no, I Ring of Honor is probably the best place for him. The only other place I can see Jay Lethal pop up in, um, possibly Impact or um, AEW, but Ring of Honor is Jay Lethal is pretty much like the lifeblood of Ring of Honor, honestly. So. Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh. All right, uh, figure news got a couple little tidbits here. As you've all seen, the uh, NWO Cena ringside exclusive uh, has popped up for pre order, and that is based off his uh, appearance in his uh, WrestleMania match with the Fiend. The box on this looks pretty sweet. Um, it comes with like a uh, fold out, um, stage diorama like a wcw stage with like the nwo logo and stuff on it um that is definitely one that i'm planning on uh, pre-ordering i haven't done it yet i don't know what the hell i was waiting for um mainly because of that wcw stage thing but yeah but it still looks pretty cool uh i know carl said it looked like shit but... <laughs> i say it looks like shit you, you, you put a poop emoji <laughs> What did he say we needed next? We needed. Uh, I shared the picture, and, and you put. I mean, it looked, uh, the figure yes, itself looks uh, good. It's this. What did he say? And then what he said? What did he say? Scott Hall. <laughs> That's when we were yeah. talking about the the NWO Cena. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I was saying he shouldn't have an NWO figure because he's never in an NWO. I was like, that's like having a uh, yeah. DX Scott Hall. <laughs> I mean, it's an exclusive one-off thing, so not coming out in the main line. Not that big of a deal. Still really me damn it. It was like, what if things? So. <laughs> okay. There's going to be people waiting to get it. Go like cry this, about it. This guy at 7 o'clock in the morning wanting Pokemon cards. Maybe some guy wanting that, wanting that Cena. Oh, sweet Jesus! <clears throat> yeah, but th- yep. they don't have to wait outside the store for it, though. 
they want it, they can pre-order it. All right. Uh, let's see. Announced today also of Zombie Sailor Toys uh, has signed the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, to the uh, retro line that they're doing. So but it will be his uh, Prince of Darkness persona. So that's pretty awesome. 15 years since Kevin Sullivan's had an action figure. Too long has time. Yeah. Yep. I mean, what we talked about last week, uh, Dino Bravo's first action figure, yep. part of the zombie sailor toy line. You know, like never had a figure at all. And you think that would have been like a home run for the Hasbro line since they made everybody. Like with the exception of Dino Bravo. Um you know, insane <clears throat> uh yeah that's that's pretty much like the biggest thing i've got so it's like the biggest tidbits of news i don't have anything else uh so yeah let's get into let's go bell to bell bell to bell So let's go high lows, raw SmackDown. Um, I really don't remember uh, much of SmackDown. I was, uh, um, I actually did watch was, it. Uh, Stone Cold Kevin Owens come out there and stunner everybody in the ring. That's all I remember. <laughs> uh, raw, uh, pretty much the high point for me for Raw was Alexa Bliss's promo. Um, you know, trying to reconjure the, the fiend inside the pentagram inside the, uh, Firefly Funhouse. That was uh, pretty much it. Uh, really tired of seeing gauntlet matches. Yeah, like the gauntlet. Just, it was good. Like it was pretty solid. I just like it's like every year for the Elimination Chamber, one show has a gauntlet match to determine like who's going to be the last entrant in the match or who gets a spot in the Elimination well, Chamber. Why can't we do? Like, uh, I don't. Why can't we do beat the clock challenges like we used to? I like beat the clock challenges. Oh, when's, when's the last time they've done a beat the clock? <clears throat> I thought it was all right. That, yeah. yeah. It was good. It was a good match. I'm not saying it wasn't. It was just like there's other stuff that they can do to determine the stuff. They just keep picking these gauntlet matches. So, <clears throat> uh, Low point for me was uh, Bad Bunny winning the 24-7 title. Yeah, probably. Oh, so now you don't like Bad Bunny, Chris? No. I've dude, I've never heard of Bad Bunny until he was on freaking Royal Rumble. Like they're giving him like I understand that, you know, dude selling merch and you know all this other stuff and but when's the last time Andrade's been on TV? Last time Alex the Black yeah. was on TV. Yeah, exactly. Well Alistair Black's on, on SmackDown. Like they yeah, I know. Yeah. So you got two guys that are like super talented and put on hell of a match, like amazing matches every time, every time they wrestle, but they haven't been on TV in months. Like just release them and let them go work somewhere else where they're actually going to get utilized to their potential. So, 
since WWE are like hoarders of wrestling talent. Or send them back to NXT. Some place they're going to get used. This is ridiculous. Um, yeah, so speaking of NXT, Vengeance Day, last Saturday. Or last Saturday, last Sunday. I got that mixed up with Impact. Um, the debut of LA Knight, a.k.a. or formerly known as Eli Drake on the pre-show. Um, signed his contract, cut a little promo there. Um, we had Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez uh, win the first Women's Dusty Cup Classic, defeating uh, my pick, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. It was a really um, good match. And See, it was. Carl and I were like trying to... Like, this whole pay-per-view like, was good. If no. we had a gun to our head, what match was worse? We really couldn't think of one. <laughs> I mean, they were all really good. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and we had uh, Johnny Gargano retain over Kushida. I was really hoping Kushida was going to pull off the win on that, but the best thing about this match is they're walking out to the ring and Loomis That's kidnaps hilarious. Austin Theory. It's <laughs> <laughs> freaking like he just walks up behind him. Like you don't see Loomis at all prior to them walking to the ring. And he just shows up, puts the, the rag over Theory's face and just hilarious. pulls him away. <laughs> oh, that was a best one of the best things <laughs> but uh this match between gargano and Kishida, i think um very close match of the night between this and um balor and dunn were like right up there neck and neck so. <clears throat> uh let's see msk defeated the grizzled young veterans That's to win the men's yeah, dusty please. cup uh which is an, an yeah, I thought uh, GYV was going to possibly take the win on that because they were pretty dominant most of that match. But um, MSK well, pulled the off, pulled that off the victory. Is that I didn't think that they would think. have GYV be runners up two years in a row because they were runner up last year too. Yeah. So. Yep. Nothing wrong with second. Well, they ended up going on to win the. Uh, they ended up going to win the NXT UK tag so. titles. Maybe. Weren't they the first team to win them? Probably. Then we got our triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship with uh, Io Shirai defeating Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. Carl had that was a hell of a women's match. He, he needed that issue because it was terrible. You know, what, you know what one issue was, Chris? Yeah. Come on, man. What was the one issue? I, I think you know. Come on. You know, I, you know. what's my most uh, common complaint when it comes to wrestling? Um, They did not show Tony Storm's ass when she was walking to the <laughs> ring. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something I would complain about. But <laughs> no, I'm talking about the, the jump, man, the dive. Yeah, it was terrible. <clears throat> it's pretty unnatural, but other than that, the match was really good. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about the one off the, um, yeah. where she yeah. climbed the scaffolding next to the announce table. And they both kind of lazily like, hit yeah. each other while looking up to see where she was at. <laughs> hey, at least at least they attempted to make it look like they were fighting <laughs> each other. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you watch, if, 
If you watch AEW this week and they're doing that, they did not attempt Dude, to make it look like they're AEW, fighting each other. They just stood there that? and waited. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. There's a few things I need to bring up. Holy shit. <laughs> and then, um, we had uh, Finn Balor defeat Pete Dunn, uh, which led to the rest of Dunn's crew coming out, uh, Birch and Orkin uh, coming out and uh, beating down Finn. And then UE comes out. And it looks like they're extending the olive branch to Finn. And then we get... You know, them all posing in the ring, and then out of nowhere, Adam Cole with a super kick takes out Finn and then turns Fuck on you. Kyle O'Reilly. Fuck you. And super kicks O'Reilly. I could not have been the only one sitting there looking at my TV going, yep. holy oh, shit, I what just happened? I definitely was, but I was like, yes, yes. Yeah. you got to be the dirtiest put. Dirtiest player in the game. Adam Cole, mm. baby. <laughs> anyway, that was, yeah. um, yeah. So, <clears throat> you know what, Carl? You just said dirtiest player of the game, and it reminded me of my low point for <laughs> Raw. The Lacey Evans pregnancy angle. So apparently she's, apparently she's actually This pregnant. is what happens when I forget to write stuff down. I, so how is she thing. supposed to wrestle Oscar on Sunday? You can wrestle pregnant. I don't know that. I why are they still advertising it? You can. True. Well, Becky wrestled pregnant. Wrestle pregnant. She might still be wrestling, but I would. I read she's actually pregnant. So. Well, that's um. <clears throat> like she hasn't even hit like the stride of her career yet. No, like I don't know what's like I'm not knocking her decision to want to have another kid. Like by all means, like if that's what you want to do, go for it. Like more like, hey, you know, you want to make your family bigger, like you want to have another kid, that's cool. Do it's your choice, your per your life, live it. But, like, she's just starting to pick up momentum with this storyline with Charlotte Flair. And, <clears throat> like, if she's legit actually pregnant, like, that's going to – I don't know if she's going to be in that same spot, you know, yep. 10, 12 months from now. You know? But, um, yeah, that's cool. Um, oh, excuse me. So, overall, I'll bounce back to NXT Vengeance Day. <laughs> Um, overall, this pay per view was great. Like so, NXT so we never, talk, we never disappoints. About, uh, Carl's idea oh. here. I'll, I'll just throw it out there, Carl, since you don't remember. So uh, Carl's idea was that uh, at WrestleMania, that uh, the first day, like <clears> this is two days, the first day should just be NXT, and yeah. then the second day should just be WWE. And then Carl said, and I quote, after the two days. Triple H is going to go to Vince and say, just give me the reins. I'm pretty sure I destroyed you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, that'd well, be no, awesome, I, but I you know, it's like not going to happen. Carl, I mean, <laughs> I was, we were like talking about like matches like they could do. Cause you know, they've been talking about doing like the, you know, Finn at WrestleMania. And to me, like if they're going to do a match, yeah, 
I mean, are they just going to do him? I mean, Pete Dunn obviously needs another shot. He pinned Finn on NXT this week, which, you know, I know we're talking about NXT in a bit anyway, but, I mean, does he get a shot? I mean, Adam Cole should get a shot, right? So then my whole thing would be, I think they should either do a triple threat or a fatal four-way. Whatever they do. I think... I definitely think that... um. Adam Cole is the next contender for the title. Whether or not he gets, whether or not go it goes to like a, uh, you know, triple threat, fatal four way, something like that. It's Adam Cole is going right. to be involved in that title match some way, somehow. Um, right. So that's what I'm thinking. It'll same be with Kyle O'Reilly. Just add Pete Dunn in that. Maybe. Yeah. Or or cross. Yeah, make it a ladder match, and you have it all set. But see, I was telling Carl, For I think they should do a ladder match probably... North American title, and it should be these are. I even did like all the people that should be in it. It should be Gargano, uh, Loomis, Kushida. You could put Austin Theory in there just to help uh, Gargano. Uh, put LA Knight in there, and then put like someone else random in there. You got six people right there. And put Cross. You can put anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah. That would be a hell of a match, too. So, WWE creative, if you need uh, somebody to start writing some storylines, me and Garrett is available. Um, <laughs> probably do it for probably half the money that <laughs> whoever you're paying for now is doing these shitty shows. Yep. <laughs> you know, these, these soap opera writers. <laughs> Oh, man. Terrible. Okay. Uh, so we go from Vengeance Day, then we get the follow-up from Vengeance Day, NXT this week. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly hits the ring, calls out Adam Cole, then Balor comes out. Or not Balor. Um, Roddy comes out, and then Balor comes out, and then Pete's done. Pete Dunn and his crew come out, and we get a six-man tag match for the main event, uh, which was a pretty solid main event. So between the three of them and we get more with Adam Cole coming out and, you know, super so everybody, everybody knows Kyle O'Reilly is fine. He did not die. Because everyone thought he had it. Everyone thought he had it. Yes. yes. Kyle O'Reilly. They thought he was like actually injured, but he's fine. It's just a storyline. Yeah. No, he, yeah, he is good. Um, speaking of seizures, <laughs> uh, one of the other things I loved on NXT this week when they brought out um, both yeah. the Dusty Cup winning uh, tag teams. <laughs> oh man after Nia and Shayna came out and you know the four of them Nia and Shayna Raquel and uh uh Dakota Kai were like going back and forth MSK and Beth Phoenix in funny. the corner with the popcorn I will say I do have a low point of the show <laughs> that was it might it might make Carl <laughs> mad or not Carl it might make Chris mad but my low point for sure was that women's title, women match. I and it had nothing to do with Amber and Shotzi. It just was so stupid, <clears throat> right? It was I was so talking about the the tag team. What, so it basically like so so Indy gets pinned, mm. but oh, we saved Austin Theory. The match doesn't even matter. Well, we lost. Uh, whatever. We got Austin back. I'm just like, really? That. They're they're excited to get Austin back. They didn't care. 
Because you saw, like, as soon as that van pulled up on the screen, like, Candace's eyes were glued to that screen, like, the entire time. And then, like, Johnny ran out there, and, <clears throat> and then you get, like, Austin Theory in his freaking underwear <laughs> jumping up and down, like, with his hands and feet taped together. <laughs> but, hey, Ember and Shotzi picked up a win. W is a W. You know, as long as they get a shot at uh, Dakota and Raquel when they event when they win those women's tag titles off of uh, um, Shayna and Nia, I'm big cool and nasty. That what you said the other <clears throat> oh. big, big and nasty. nasty. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, I'll say which was big, which was no. big and nasty. <laughs> Are you talking about the hole or just? <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it? Oh, that was the line. Um, Raquel, after uh, Shayna and Naya got out the ring, uh, Raquel says to Naya, she's like, you know, come March 3rd, she's like, I'm going to take one of these boots off this trophy and I'm going to shove it so far up your <laughs> hole. <laughs> Dude, um, I can't, I can't think of his name. I think it's, um, I think it's Wentz. Or Dez. I think it's Dez of uh, MSK, the black dude. I can't remember what his name is in NXT. But he, like, fell to the ground. Like, <laughs> looked like he was having a seizure. <laughs> and, like, popcorn, like, all over the place. Like, he threw the popcorn and fell. And he's just, like, shaking on the ring. <laughs> and, like, you see, like, Beth and other dude like, trying to fan him down. That's great. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Those two, those two guys, man, they're they're going. Just say it. Just say they're going pretty say. far in NXT. They're going yeah. straight to the moon. <clears throat> straight to the moon, but, man. I mean, they are definitely must see kids. All the with Cameron yeah. Grimes are the worst part of uh, NXT. I, I that I, I don't understand what they're doing with I that. I don't get it either. I think that's more like as much as I'm all. I mean, like, I what's he like? What's he? I've been enjoying it, especially the music video. So I don't know what the hell y'all are talking about. <laughs> yeah, I think they're funny. I just don't understand it. Like, he went away. Like, you know, he lost. You know, the stuff with Loomis, and then, you know, whatever. And he's off TV for a while. And now all of a sudden, we're getting these vignettes with him. Like, he's got all this money, like and he's it. rolling up in Ferraris. Like, what the hell happened? Like, did he really? Yeah. Did he need a character oh, change yeah. that badly already? You know what happened? He started. He started. He started. I mean, it's going to be money because it's Cameron Grimes. Or IRS. Huh? So talking to Million Dollar Wall Man. Street. Maybe he. Uh, <laughs> maybe he bought a bunch of fucking GameStop uh, stock. And... Dude, if they come back with that. <laughs> and he's talking about how he, you know, made his money off of freaking Robin Hood, <laughs> buying and selling GameStop stock, <laughs> or um, oh, what's yeah. that, Dodgecoin or whatever. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. NXT this week. Yep. Um, NXT always puts on a solid show. Like I can't complain about that one. Um, do you guys want to do elimination we'll chamber preview, or do you want to save that for last? Okay. 
All right, so let's go from NXT. Let's go to Impact. We'll bounce back real quick here to No Surrender, um, which was Saturday night. So we had Decay, uh, which was Black Taurus, the newest member of Decay, Rosemary, and Crazy Steve, um, defeating the team of Triple XL and Neil Dashwood. Uh, Myers and Hernandez defeated the team of Matt Cardona and Eddie Edwards. Uh, Jake Something, formerly Jake Diener, defeated Cody Diener. Um, Alexander defeated, or Josh Alexander defeated Trey Miguel, um, uh, Austin Idol, Chris Bay, Suicide, Willie Mack, and Davari to earn a shot at the X Division Championship, uh, which he got on Tuesday night. Uh, Fire and Flava defeated Havoc and Nevea to retain the uh, Knockouts Tag Team Championships. Uh, TJP retained over Rohit Raju. Uh, which we saw the return. No, that was probably previously, so not a big deal on that. Uh, Jordan Grace, Jazz, and ODB defeated Deanna Prazo, um, Kimberly, and Susan. Uh, the Good Brothers defeated Private Party, uh, Chris Saban, and James Storm. And Rich Swan defeated Tommy Dreamer. Um, after yeah. the match, Swan the and Dreamer got the, taken out by Moose. Um, the pay-per-view Moose coming out and beating the hell out of yeah, um, it was okay. Pretty much. That um, that revolver match though for the yeah yeah the I was telling Gary, Carl, Carl made a good Carl made a good point about it. It was a good concept. So, I guess, I guess you said. Well, I didn't watch it, but I guess who who started the match and like went the whole way to the final triple threat. Yeah, what's his name, Chris? No, no. It's the um, was it Josh Alexander? One of the guys that started off first. Uh, someone else. What's his name? I don't know because I don't watch uh, Impact that much. But oh, anyways, the guy that went the whole way, he went the whole match. But because like at the end, it's a regular triple threat match, and so he didn't take the fall. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it kind of sucked for him. Uh, it's like damn it. But uh, another thing, a point two, I was telling Garrett was. <clears throat> I feel like whoever won that should have had the title instead of it being like a number one contender. Like I think the title should have been on the on the line. Yeah, it. I think that would have benefited more from being a title yeah. match with putting TJP and Rohit Raju in there. Yeah. The- but um. Yeah, because I mean we've seen TJP defend that. X Division title against yeah. Rohit numerous times. Yeah, I mean, the, the, so we're kind of getting the same thing. The Pepper Reed to me was a little uh, was nice underwhelming, you know? Like, if I paid money, I probably would have been upset. But since I watched it for free, like, I wasn't that pissed off. But it was it was okay. But it wasn't. <laughs> but it might have been because I watched NXT before that. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, Probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, you need a palate cleanser when you go from <laughs> NXT to Impact. <laughs> but the whole, the whole you, Tommy you Dreamer like thing, it's NXT like, man, into like, Impact. <laughs> okay, I guess. Like, I wasn't really that invested in the title. Like, I knew he wasn't going to win the title. But yet, you had to watch him, you know, talk about how he's been wrestling a long time and all that bullshit before he actually... He wrestled. 
Trey Miguel suicide. Yeah, Trey Miguel started. So Trey Miguel lasted. Which makes sense watching Impact. Yeah. This week. Because that whole thing with him and uh, yeah. uh, Sammy Kelly. Yep. Uh, yeah. Now that's pretty much it. Like, if, aside from that, like the the two X division matches seem to be seem to have been the better matches on the paper. Right? And that always seems to be the the standout point there. So, um, Tuesday night. Uh, bounce over to Impact Tuesday night, fallout from No Surrender. Um, we had a little bit more. We end up having uh, Tommy Dreamer and Moose no, no, in the main no. event. It like was old falls school count rules anywhere, match. like old school rules match. Old school rules match. Old school rules, that's whatever. That's okay. It should be like real old school <laughs> rules where like they jump off the top uh, rope and get disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just told they go like Smoky Mountain Wrestling. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yes, we had that. Uh, we had the debut of Finn Juice. I was excited for that one. Yep. So uh, they defeated Reno Scum. So uh, Good Brothers came out, kind of ran them down a little bit, called them, you know, their young boys and all that other stuff. Since uh, So that's pretty much where we're going with that is. They seem to be uh, Gallows and Anderson's next uh, contenders for the Impact tag titles once they're done with uh, the Impact stuff, or not the Impact, AEW stuff. Um, what else is on here? There's another pretty pretty solid thing with um, Johnny Swinger, man. Like, <laughs> freaking, I the love Johnny I Swinger. Was that, uh, um, <laughs> four way, which so, to me now doesn't make any sense, but go ahead. <clears throat> Yeah, did you see I, the I, bar the bar segment with uh, Saban no, and Storm at the bar? I fell asleep. Sorry. Okay. All right. So it was um. <clears throat> so I can't remember who was at the bar. Oh, it was um Rohit and uh, uh Shahira Shavira whatever whatever the hell his name is Shira Mahat Shira. Um. So at the bar and you know, Rohit bumps into Storm and spills his beer so storm like busts the bottle over rohit's head and they start going at it and uh saban like kind of gets in between them he's like are you serious like you know who he is right it's james storm and we're in a bar like how do you think this is gonna end so they end up getting kicked out of the bar but johnny swinger shows up and he's like hey i know a place he's like and ain't nobody oh, gonna kick you out because i'm the muscle so they take him back to Johnny's place, you know, that little makeshift <laughs> casino thing that he's got running. <laughs> and like Falaba ends up borrowing like $10, like getting a loan of $10 from Hernandez. And then he like loses it instantly that. and they kick him out and like all this stuff's going down. And like, and Saban <laughs> just looks at Storm. He's like, man, I love this place. <laughs> but like, John, like these, yeah. these segments with Swinger are entertaining. And to think, like, if you, like, that last ECW thing that we watched um, last month, like, with, with Johnny Swinger, and, like, you see where, what he was doing in ECW, and you look at him now, and he's doing, like, this complete, like, old-school, like, 80s, late 80s, mid-90s wrestler gimmick, which is just freaking yeah. hilarious. 
Love it. <laughs> yeah, the only stuff I watched was uh, I watched that Fatal Four Way. Oh man! So... Which, like I said, to me, didn't make any sense. Doesn't make sense now because Trey Miguel with that whole revolver thing just to win this freaking Fatal Four Way to me makes no sense. Uh, and then I saw, nope. uh, uh, I saw the pirate captain uh, cornering with Hernandez. Oh crap! I just uh. <laughs> I remember something too oh, when yeah. you get done, Garrett. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm done. Okay. Um, I meant to bring this up in the news, but I totally forgot about it. So, did you hear they were saying that um, uh, Sammy Guevara uh, may have, I don't know, damaged some of the relationships with Impact because I guess after um, his fallout with the Inner Circle, I guess. Uh, Tony Khan and um, Jericho were were uh, getting him booked for Impact, and he was actually supposed to be the new member of Decay. But I guess like he didn't want to do it, so he started like texting the people in the Impact saying like he didn't want to do it. And then I guess like Impact banned him or or something. That does that that doesn't make sense though. Yeah, like I'm not Guevara saying. I'm not saying. Decay. I'm not saying like it was the right decision. And I'm just like, saying. I don't understand that. So, well, I know. Yeah, I know there. Yeah, I didn't realize. I I read something about the angle that they were trying to get with him that he didn't want to do. I mean, if that's if that's the angle that they're trying to do, like I fully agree with Sammy Guevara. That that makes no sense to put him as a member of Decay, even if yeah. it's like a one night only thing. It just it makes no sense at all. No, like Sam, Sammy doesn't fit that that. I agree. That role, or that group at all. So, like, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of stupid. That that's just dumb. What was what yeah. Mox? What they say that was um yep. that was a shit idea from a shit creative. So yeah, yeah, that was that's bad bad booking. Bad booking from a shit creative team. Um, speaking of <laughs> shit creative team, I AEW this week. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, um, I can't get behind. I don't even know Rio where to begin. Uh, Serena Deep can't get. Behind. That pissed me off. Uh, no, absolutely not. That was terrible. I mean, well, we're just gonna throw it all down. It was all terrible to me. I didn't like, honestly, I didn't like AEW. Uh, it started off bad with that freaking TH2 and Matt, the Matt Hardy, which the Matt Hardy thing was great. That was great. I just didn't like the match. Well, that, the match was okay. That botch, the match was good. It was terrible. I like the match. Like, how do you not like all oh, oh, the, so the Phoenix bad. flash? It's so bad. Well, oh, I mean, yeah, it wasn't that, as bad as the one that uh, Mike Seidel hit later on. Oh, right. Which well, it looked like he slipped off the rope, like the same thing that uh that Matt Seidel did during his debut when he went to hit the uh, the shooting star. Um, I'm so, glad we're getting a money match. I mean, that's not but, um, Yeah. No, that's oh, gonna be pretty yeah. good. You know, you know, Hangman's winning that match. <laughs> there, there's no doubt on that one. <clears throat> Um, what else was there? 
The Young Bucks uh, retained over PNP. Absolutely. Oh, even though you know yep. the Young Bucks had to get their flippy flips in, so oh yeah, oh, and their super kicks. Oh yeah, and that uh, that power bomb Sting took. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised he's still alive. <laughs> I'm sure, it went NWO Sting. Uh, there's <laughs> that um, negative one's got a new mask that actually fits him. So <laughs> it might have been. I did. I did like the uh, the Dark Order coming out though to uh, make the save for Hangman. You know, that shows that uh, they're still kind of teasing the waters a little bit with uh, Hangman joining the Dark Order, yeah. or at least you know having an alliance with them at some point, which I think is eventually what's going to happen. It's going to be we'll end up seeing um, Private Party get involved, and then Dark Order will end up getting involved oh, yeah. in that that money match. So. So that's that's definitely going to happen. I won't be surprised if Matt Hardy picks up somebody else to uh to join his stable. And you know what? In all honesty, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a match between um, TH2, Hardy, and Private Party versus Page Actually, and probably. four members of the Dark Order. <laughs> well, next week we're getting um next week it's Cassidy versus Page. Oh my! But that um, Hangman and uh, Matt Hardy is like until Revolution. So March third, we'll probably get that ten man tag match. Because I I could see um, Matt Hardy paying TH two to help him help him with uh the problem with yep. Hangman like he did this week. Or maybe signing them to uh, take a short-term agreement or something to be represented by Hardy. But we'll see after next week because I'm sure something's going to go down between all that. Um, Yeah, then we get the six-man tag match for the main event, uh, which wasn't bad. (laughs) Wasn't bad at all. Um, No, it wasn't that great. No. Wasn't wasn't the best match. Um, on, like NXT definitely took the uh, title that this week, as far as like overall main event match is uh, concerned. But what was it? Barbed um, wire. We did see exploding barbed wire, exploding steel barbed wire, exploding like death match. Yeah, something. Uh, exploding cage wire, death match. There's exploding and there's death. Oh, which is. Yeah, which is a, a big stipulation in Japan. <laughs> um, if you're not familiar with this type of matchup, I suggest looking up YouTube Mick Foley as Cactus Jack versus Terry Funk, and you will get a very good idea of what type of match this is. So the this is going to be this is pretty much in Moxley and Omega's wheelhouse as far as like trying to kill each other and like hardcore matches. So the, this is definitely something that it's going to end up being one of those, you know, stellar matches because this is the type of wrestling that those two thrive in, especially Moxley. No, anything like no rules, anything like that is where Moxley 
pretty much puts out his best work. You put him in a traditional wrestling match and not so much. But oh, all right. So that was AEW this week. Um I'm pretty sure the US version of the women's eliminator tournament yep. is gonna come down to Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Oh. Dude, is Thunder Rosa and if Rio Rio is wins, the next match? I'm not watching AEW. I'm not watching like AEW. for the if Rio wins, man, I'm gonna be pissed. She hasn't been there in like what ten months and they're the just gonna put her over Serena Deeb. Like, yeah, well, anybody can be the best woman's wrestler <laughs> in all women's wrestling if they're sucking off Kenny Omega. She's his blood doll. Get it right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, even her action figure has that surprise blood doll look on her face. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, I bought it because it came with the title belt. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's uh, Elimination Chamber is Sunday night. So let's run through what we've got so far. Nope. Um, did they add anything for this for SmackDown? Nope. So it's pretty much the two chamber matches, the U.S. Which title, triple threat, and the Raw this, Women's this Championship match. This is going to be a clusterfuck of a show. They're going to yep. add some stuff last minute. So there's going to be a... Absolutely. So um, we'll just run through what we've got, what's been announced so far. They'll probably announce more on Talking Smack tomorrow. Um, but uh, let's start off with the um, possibility Raw Women's Championship match, Asuka versus Lacey Evans. Um, we talked about earlier, Lacey Evans possibly, potentially being pregnant. If this match does happen, it's probably going to be a quick thing like um, the Becky Lynch and uh, so Shayna Baszler match was. All across the board. Pretty I much. Think, uh, yep. Charlotte Oscar, Oscar uh, steps in as her replacement. Yeah. Uh, but Oscar still wins. I think so. Okay. All right. Uh, U.S. title, triple threat match, Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee versus Matt Riddle. Yep. Uh, No clue what's going on with this, but Um, this whole pay-per-view. Turn and join the Hurt Business uh, and beat um, the living shit out of Matt Riddle. Dude, I would so, love that. That would be amazing you heard it here if first, that actually yeah. happened. Russell Gooden podcast. Yeah, Jesus has said so. So what's happening? <laughs> but um, if that doesn't happen, Bobby I mean, Lashley retaining. will retain. <laughs> yep. <sighs> yeah. Yes. But Lashley's going to retain regardless. <laughs> Uh, what we got here? Uh, elimination Chamber match. Um, SmackDown winner receives a Universal Title match right after the Elimination Chamber. Um, so we got Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, 
uh, Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, and Baron Corbin. Um, I think Kevin Owens is going to pick pick up the win on this one. I uh, I'm going to go Th- with the that curve seems ball. to be the logical choice uh, here. There's going to be uh, live events coming up pretty soon, um, and I think um, Daniel Bryan uh, is going to win. Uh, out of everybody in the Elimination Chamber, I think he can. He's the one that probably gets like the most uh, natural face uh, cheers, and that will be the perfect opponent for Roman Reigns. Uh, once uh, um, they start back with crowds, uh, maybe at WrestleMania, we'll see. But they're gonna build a feud. But uh, uh, Roman Reigns retained uh, after this after this match. But uh, Daniel Bryan wins. Uh, okay. It's gonna be uh, what you got, Garrett. He's going to win, and uh, he's going to mm-hmm. lose to Roman Reigns, but he is going to fight Roman Reigns again at Fastlane. Okay. I would not be opposed to seeing Cesaro in that spot at all, or Daniel Bryan. So. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure we Definitely all deserving. Well, we'll actually pull the trigger being, on it. Uh, 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 awful isn't going to win. So, uh... Oh, absolutely not. No. I, I'm pretty sure Uso is in there just to take the pinfall to be the last person in the match with whoever wins. So he's still ringside when so Roman wrestles whoever wins right the match. After, though, because they kind of said that on SmackDown, it, but then every it, time they... Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be right but, after. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna be the same, it's it's the same night. Match. It's gonna be right after. You say so. Uh, you say so. Well, no, dude. Roman's not gonna wait. Roman's not gonna wait for them to, you know, finish the match. He's gonna come out there as soon as that bell rings. Like he's gonna come out there for the match because it's gonna be easy pickings for him. Like regardless of who's in there, but it's gonna end up being one of those things where. Like, if it's Kevin Owens, like, he's going to end up putting more of a fight than what Roman was anticipating. And then, you know, we'll get a little bit longer but, of a match, but, but it'll I still end up with Roman. But I think probably do get, like, an edge spear Some way, somehow. Some way. So. Maybe. Well... Or Edge Spears on the way to the ring. What happened on SmackDown this week? Um, or after the match? Wonderful. Uh, yeah, so there's that. And then we got the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match. Drew McIntyre defending against Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston, and Sheamus. Um, McIntyre, I believe, is going to retain. Like, I don't see him he, losing uh, the, he does. the title in the, in the elimination chamber. He does. Um, so what's going to happen in the elimination chamber? My first big prediction is Randy Orton is supposed to come out 
uh, uh, supposed to come out third. Uh, what's going to happen is when it g- comes time for his uh, light to come on, the lights are actually going to flicker. Alexa Bliss is going to come on laughing, and then the lights are going to go out, come back on. The Fiend is going to be in his chamber cell with him, and, go- and it's going to apply the amenable call. The lights will go out again, and they'll both be gone out of the, the chamber, the Fiend and Randy Orton. That's my first big prediction. Second big prediction is AJ Styles actually uh, picks up the win. Uh, McIntyre and Sheamus will kick the shit out of each other so they can have a match at Mania. Uh, But Styles picks up the win and he's the one that versus uh, Edge at WrestleMania. Are you talking about Kyle? I would not be We're opposed to that at all. Mania part two. Come on, man. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It doesn't matter. We Drew lost Carl. This. Carl Drew dropped. <laughs> huh. Yeah. I mean, I was, yeah. Like, I would love to yeah, see, I mean, I you know, the Fiend return across Orton this match. I, mean, I think what's going to happen then... is we'll get Drew. I think it'll end up being Drew and Sheamus is the last in the chamber. And or or maybe not, and then but I still think we're gonna get Drew and Sheamus at Fastlane. Yeah, it's uh, we're definitely getting Drew and Sheamus at Fastlane. The way this is going, like they're gonna have a one-on-one match. Um, but my biggest thing with this though too is if the Fiend does cost Orton this match, I, I don't want to see them wrestle till WrestleMania. Like I don't want to match with them at Fastlane. Like, I want them to hold that they off will. until WrestleMania. <clears throat> but knowing WWE, if, you know, the Fiend does get involved in this and does cost Orton the match, we're going to get the Fiend and Orton at Fastlane, and then we'll get them again at WrestleMania and some sort Maybe. of, like, does You think uh, Miz in the briefcase? Oh. What? After the chamber? Maybe, maybe. I think he might cash it in. I think he'll fail, but I think he might try to cash yeah. it in. That could be a possibility, too. Let's say you need Carl back so you can talk about this vintage throwdown because I didn't watch it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Carl told me it was terrible. Carl told me it was terrible, so I couldn't watch it. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, the, the Owen, the oh, Owen it's Spider-Man classic, It's classic good, WWF superstars. Like, I can go to sleep. <laughs> I actually can't even remember. So I didn't watch it. (laughs) Be honest with you, like (laughs) the other matches. Carl, I I came in at work. Carl was like, hey, you watch that uh, the WWF Superstars thing? I was like, nope. He's like, well, it was pretty terrible, except for the. uh, The. <laughs> All right, well, well, let's jump into the vintage throwdown. <laughs> so we're we're traveling back, April seventeenth, nineteen ninety three. WWF Superstars. It was just a regular episode. WWF Superstars. So basically, like if you remember, WWF Superstars. Generally, it would be like one of the like their main roster talent. 
So you'd have like the first match on here was Crush. He took on a jobber named Glenn Ruth. And that, that's pretty much all it was. Like you would get maybe one match on here yeah. that would be like one of like WWF's like talent at the time versus another talent that they have contracted, or you know, would just be one of their talent versus, you know, what they call back then the technical term enhancement yeah, talent, uh, which we would come to know as jobbers. Yeah, this uh, um this was like right after basically they would the, just come in and make um, them look good. So uh, the one of my favorite WrestleManias, the WrestleMania that was outside of uh, outside in Caesar's Palace. You know what I'm talking about? I I don't I can't remember the numbers to say my life. This is uh, WrestleMania. But, yeah, nine, it's the one right? that starts off with Shawn Michaels and Tatanka. Uh, with the one at Caesar's Palace. Yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you have Crush, uh, who's in a feud with Doink. Uh, the clown. Uh, and there's two doinks at this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was WrestleMania 9. And that's all. Mr. Perfect had, um, had that feud with the narcissist Lex Luger. Uh, where he had knocked him out with the uh, the steel plate yeah. in his forearm, and uh, perfect was on a uh, face turn at the time, you know. So we had like a lot of build up with, for that as well for the match with them, but um, yeah. So basically, it was just you know, aside, like the big re- biggest reason why I picked this was Bam Bam Bigelow versus Owen Hart, mm-hmm. which seemed intriguing to me because I don't ever remember the two of them wrestling at all. And then I saw it. And then I saw this match. I was like, "Oh, that looks like a pretty decent match." Which it was pretty good. It was probably like you forgot about the, the, the missing Hardy Boy. <laughs> the best match on the show. <laughs> um, their older brother, the, the missing Hardy Boy, their, Jerry Hardy. Their dad. It's like their their uncle. <laughs> and then you had like a squash match with Yokozuna, which. Which is just amazing, though. But it was just like, just a throwback to like how wrestling was like in the 90s, where it wasn't always, you know, just the guys that are contracted with WWE or WWF that were wrestling each other. It was, con- yeah. it was more or less like local enhancement talent, kind of like what AEW does on Dark, where they bring in like all the indie guys to wrestle their, like their, the contracted AEW talent. So, well, there's some fun matches yeah. on here. It was cool you know, I enjoyed, watching like some of this stuff, like Mr. I Perfect, enjoyed, seeing uh, him Michael like Man in his face run. Lawyer and um, Man on commentary, like Those honestly, yeah. The commentary was great. <laughs> I enjoyed the commentary. Oh yeah, <laughs> just a uh, Savage and King had a pretty good dynamic between the two of them. That was pretty good. Um. That was fun stuff like the head shrinkers, you know, <laughs> Fatu, obviously Rikishi. Do the right um, thing. Before Fatu. he became the uh, the do the right thing Rikishi or do yeah, the right thing Fatu. Kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and before before he became the Sultan and then Rikishi. <laughs> you know. Uh yeah. That was fun. 
like Owen Hart and his rocket stage before becoming like the black heart or being a part of the heart foundation. So yeah. all right. Um, do you guys have any recommendations for us or for black history month? the uh, listeners? For black history month. Yeah. Uh, I'm asking you guys. Nope. Um, like any, is there like a I match mean, that sticks out to you guys that people should watch? all kinds of stuff uh, that you can dive into. Um, uh, you had uh, Junkyard Dog uh, had a, notor- a notorious feed with the uh, Fabulous Freebirds, um, which is kind of a weird dynamic because, you know, it took place in the South and uh, the Fabulous Freebirds were the heels. So, you know, you had these guys come out and Confederate flags and uh, that horse shit. And, you know, uh, the face was actually a black guy, you know, and he had <laughs> he had all these white people rooting for him. So that's kind of like a pretty cool dynamic uh, when it comes to, to wrestling. Um I mean, any of the Nation of Domination uh, stuff with Farouk uh, or the Farouk uh, Rock feud uh, was pretty good. Um, you know, uh, you know, Farouk was on top of his his game, um, and then you had Rock as you know this up and coming heel. Uh, that was uh, that was pretty good. Um, I mean, there's people you probably ain't never heard of, Brickhouse Brown. Uh, he's a wrestler. For... Yeah, I got um. Actually, we'll go back to um the Junkyard Dog versus the Freebirds. I've actually got uh, found on YouTube. It's from March 28th, 1981. It's a um, it's a tag team match. It's a uh, Ted DiBiase and the Junkyard Dog versus Terry Gordy and Buddy Roberts. If you want to check out some of the that feud there, there's like a whole bunch of stuff um, with the the junkyard dog and the fabulous Freebirds. Um, there's actually, I'm oh, sorry, yeah, this is a uh, six man tag match. It's uh, Ted DiBiase, junkyard dog. And yeah, Tommy they had Rich a they had a pretty good, fabulous it was pretty Freebirds. big feud. So it looks like there's a two parter here. So. Uh, you got Junkyard Dog versus King Kong Bundy. A whole bunch of stuff on here. Um, I know we prof- when we did uh, Black History Month last year, we did profile Junkyard Dog. Um, I think he's one of the first ones that we did. He had a pretty storied career. Um, definitely check out some of his matches. Uh, uh, somebody um, else that had and uh, he's pretty also good featured matches. on that first episode uh, of uh, Young Rock I mean, this week. So. You can say what you want about his character, uh, but uh, Kamala... Um, if you're not familiar with, uh, Kamala, especially like his earlier work, uh, and not just the WWE stuff, uh, but some of his work and other promotions, uh, he's a guy you should. Yep. As Carl was saying, Kamala is definitely someone you should check out. Um, Kamala actually had some pretty good feuds, especially in WWF. 
um, WWE, uh, you know, whatever, WWF. Um, he was one of those guys that would go up against like some of the bigger name talent. Um, he had feuds with Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, um, Ultimate Warrior. Like, like he's one of those heels that they would they would build up as a monster heel. Um, unfortunately, he's one of those ones that would lose majority of the time to to the bigger faces. Um, but he was definitely up there, and he his character was generally terrifying. Uh, compared to some of the some of the wrestlers at the time, so I think he was actually profiled on our um, when we do our top ten yeah. scary, freaky, creepy wrestlers. I think we profiled Kamala too for his uh, his character. So, especially Sorry, part of the, <laughs> the Dungeon of Doom. Yeah. Uh, no, you're good. We we're talking about um some of Kamala's feuds with like Randy Savage and Hogan, Undertaker, uh, Bret Hart. <clears throat> so he's one of those guys that they would they would build up as like a monster heel, um, and work some of the bigger name, bigger name um talent in WWF. Um, also had a pretty uh pretty big feud yeah, with a duel of the butcher outside of WWE. Like you know, uh, a lot of people just know like WWF stuff from uh, Kamala, but I mean he was a wrestler uh, before the WWE. Like he was the yeah that was yep. It was um uh, Sugar Bear Harris. This is a uh, debut ring name. Um, Ugly Bear Harris. Uh, yep. Big Jim Harris. Uh, his first manager yep. was actually Percy Pringle, um, otherwise known as Paul Bearer. So, um, he was actually trained by Bobo Brazil and Tiny Tim Hampton. So, he was the, uh, the Mississippi Mauler. One stage of his career. So, Yeah, so definitely check those out. Some matches with uh, Kamala. Um Anything pre WWF, um, even WWF with his fuse, like I said, with The Undertaker, um, Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, and then uh, Junkyard Dog with his fuse against the, uh, the Fabulous Freebird. All right. So that's the uh, the vintage throwdown, our uh, Black History Month recommendation for some wrestlers you should check out if you're not familiar with them at all or familiar with some of their work. Uh, Next week, we're going to drop the Elimination Chamber like, for the uh, Wrestlegeddon Wrestling Federation. Three more minutes, I'll have a uh, we will, three of us will pick two competitors. You don't know our competitors. It doesn't matter. I just I picked two finished. random people on your team. You didn't give them Did to you, me, so I figured this is better. Just pick like two. As of right now, Carl, Carl you're winning, so it so should be, be quiet. Yeah, but what if I, what if fucking, what if fucking, <laughs> like, you know. My, I didn't want to win the fucking elimination <laughs> chamber wins. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure I picked someone you wanted to win the elimination chamber. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we'll give Garrett a couple minutes and shit. we'll have the results. Do we even know what we're what do we win? Yeah, we elimination chamber. 
works. <laughs> How about this? Since it's an elimination chamber, whoever wins yeah, gets to eliminate one person off a, a um, person's rosters. I don't like that. Exclude excluding champions. I don't like mm. that because I like my roster. <laughs> hmm. Well, how about how about the winner gets to replace a member of a roster of their choosing? So off the other the other two. So, like, Carl, if you win, you can replace, right, you can swap out a roster member Would you like to know on my roster or Garrett's roster with someone of your choosing. <laughs> yeah. So, Carl, I put uh, Jordan Graves. Did you, did you do Andy one chamber match? Uh, Carl, I put okay. Stone Cold and right. The Rock in yours. Is that okay? Is that fine? That's not who I would, that's not who I would pick, but it's fine. Well, I mean, whatever, Carl. You should have, you should have put your stuff That's in. Fine. Either way, uh, Carl won with Stone Cold. <laughs> you said I, I won? Yeah, Stone Cold. Yep. Who? Stone Cold won? Yep. Mayhem was okay. Bottom line. by Finn, yeah. Jordan Grace, then The Rock, then Kenny Omega. <laughs> I randomized the shit out of those two. Damn. Like, my team well, was going What do you expect, dude? Stone Cold centering the hell out of them. <laughs> oh, man. That's fucked up. Okay. Could at least, you know, did Awesome Kong and Jordan Grace. Give me some sort of chance. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's All right. Figure. Well, Carl, Garrett, you can um, of the rosters. eliminate and oh, replace no. a person from one of our rosters. Oh, replace. Oh. And then make sure I don't replace like somebody on your roster with my <laughs> that Garrett has or something. <laughs> I got you. My... Oh. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. My only so what thing if, is, what like, if I if pick like a uh, male wrestler so that's wrestled female. females, like Andy Kaufman or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 then I'm going to have to introduce women. the intergender championship. <laughs> no, did he? <laughs> I know he had it. He had an intergender title that he defended. Yeah. So he created an intergender championship that he would defend. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. So um we'll give Carl a week to think about that. And then um put Carl on the spot now. Um, as you wrap things up, Carl, what's damn, you, what you got for a theme week. of the week? I haven't really thought about it. Um <laughs> um, oh man! Let me see. Who do I want to go? Let's. 
You know what? It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be cheesy, but I know we haven't done it. Let's go fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. The fucking glass break. Dun, 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 dun. The only one that matters. <laughs> yeah. Which one? <laughs> he said. He said which one? The, the glass break. The glass break. Okay. Well, I'm just saying because I like the, the only one, one that matters. Well, I want the the classic. Okay. I want well, the like I want the one that came out the WrestleMania too. where they had the glass break was awesome. Cause it's not the same version. So you like the original? Yeah. Okay, so like his original, like original one. Okay, got it. <laughs> See, I would have did like you just said, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I would have did like the Disturbed the Lions version. <laughs> I like that. But... <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, that's gonna wrap up another week. So appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, one thing I forgot to plug, um, in our social media plugs, uh, hit up prowrestlingtees.com/slash wrestlegun podcast uh, and pick up some sweet t-shirts. Um, you got the for the collection shirt, which is pretty awesome. Uh, I think that's by far one of my favorite shirts. Um, you've got the uh, Bad Boys uh, Wrestling Podcast logo shirt up there, and then the uh, the Wrestle Get In uh, WrestleMania text, uh, which you can pick up as well. So check those out. Best way to support us at the show: all the money that we get from those T-shirt sales goes directly back into the show to help give you a better and more entertaining product to listen to each and every week. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, we will uh, we'll chat with you guys next week. This has been episode 80. Episode 80 of the Russell Gannon Podcast. On behalf of myself, Chris the Heat Matthews, Gary G. Money Mun, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl like Crossland. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll check you all next week. Later, Marks. <laughs> <laughs>